Welcome everyone to the Pantheon. I am Ray. I'm Evie. And today we're looking at Jessica Jones Season 3. So, uh, Evie, uh, what are your thoughts towards uh, Jessica Jones? The third one? Yeah. I really liked it, actually. Mm -hmm. Just the total, like, new new slant on it in that, that, um, you know, um, the sisters, like, they're both back, Mm -hmm. right? And now Trish wants to be a um, PI. She's just living her own life and just um, looking at the world for herself. And and just, yeah, she, she's trying to be her own person. Yeah, no, she's really under the shadow at Jessica as a role model. You know, even though they're at odds uh, starting off in yeah. the uh, series. Uh, but I I I, uh, I watched this uh, recently, and I could probably watch mo- like the entire season one or two more times. Kristen Ritter directed the second episode, where yeah. you see uh, Trish going through the montage of training that was directed yeah. by uh, Kristen Ritter. That's her first time directing. So I I just loved um, everything. I, I loved uh, Salinger. I liked mm. Eric. I liked all the characters. I liked where this was going. Uh, this, I think, is probably my f- well. Next to the character of um, Kilgrave, I just, I just really enjoyed um, everything about this this particular season. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so give us the quick rundown of the whole series. Of the oh, whole this se- just series. Season. No, no, just the season. Not this, just the season, or um, okay. or just w- whatever you can, like a summary okay. of what, what's about. Well, well. Um... Um, uh, Trish wants to live her own life, so she's being a um, a, a PI, mm-hmm. and they're looking at her life, you know, in that who she is now, and she's not focusing on right. on I guess her job, but she wants to know about um, who she is. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to say more because I don't want to uh, give it up. Sure, sure. But it's but it's really really good. I really liked it. Okay. Uh, well, I'll I'll break it down by saying that uh, like the first two episode, the first two episodes, it reminds me of. Um, did you ever see the movie? It's from Akira Kurosawa. It's called uh, Rashomon. No. Okay. So you know when you watch a movie like um, Vantage Point or uh, Usual Suspects, right? you've seen that movie, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. So when you tell a story, but for, but you see this the same the same event is told by different people from different yeah, perspectives, yeah. right? Yeah, well, Akira Kurosawa's Russian Man was the first movie to do that. It's a 1950 movie, so it's it's like one event, but it was told by three different people. So it's three different perspectives on what happened. Right. So it's a really cool um, like, like uh, technique. So when I saw so when you, so the first episode, you're, you're getting the perspective of uh, Jessica's perspective. You yeah. Know? And then the second episode, because you, you're trying to find out what happened to Trish. And then right, now, right, in the yeah. second episode, you you follow Trish and where she's been going, you know. Yeah. So that's so I call it the Rushamon kind of thing, that because you're looking at this, it's the same, it's the same story, just looped from different perspective. So yeah, I, true. I like that technique. Like I, I just love that whole that whole style. And then um, this the middle part reminds me of American Gods, the the book, not the TV series. Have, have you ever read American Gods? No, I started uh, watching the TV series. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't for me. Kind of weird. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I read the book. I, I like the book. Uh, in the book, in the middle part, because you know when uh, Trish and uh, Jessica, they go to the, the road trip? Yeah. So that road trip reminded me of um, American Gods when the character of Shadow, 
uh, he's up in like I don't know if it's the Catskill Mountains. Like he's up in a rural area, and uh, it starts off where he's like driving with his girl that he picks up, and then he ends up just staying in this like urban, like rural area for for a long time. So in terms of the book, it's like he's in this area for a very for a big chunk of the book, like a good, for the mid, middle yeah. of the book. So uh, this whole area where like the mystery of uh, trying to figure out who Salinger is, um, Trish and Jessica go to like they go to Middle America. You know, and to uncover like where Sandra grew up and to find, you know, like his the final his mystery. So that reminded me of American Gods. So that was just that from the, from the book, not from the series or whatever. But this series reminded me of so many different things. Like it's the uh, you, have you seen the movie it's The Snowman with uh, Michael Fassbender? Bits and pieces of it. Okay, that movie was horrible. Like the movie is a, it was a bad movie. So this reminds me of the opposite of this season. Okay, everything that. Uh, snowman should have been like in terms of this trailer because the trailer was amazing but the movie was completely just a, like a bumbling mess like it was poorly executed it made no sense at parts or gaps of logic all those things and but whereas um was with, with uh, jessica jones it built attention uh the the villain was so smart uh, it made sense every every action was plausible it was such a great ratchet attention the characters whether eric and his issue like his gifts um the problems with Jessica and uh, and Trish was going on. Like I think there was a lot of stuff that was going on that was uh, that's just built and built. And then the mystery of Salinger and he's a he's a criminal that you couldn't really capture or catch mm-hmm. or or uh, arrested because he was so smart. Yeah. So uh, that's what Snowman should have been, but it wasn't. So it was okay. it was the opposite of that. So yeah. Um, but I I just really enjoyed it. Were there, were there anything that stood out of your mind that that was like a, a big point that? That, that made you just go wow that's that's some great story uh, some great writing or some great you know drama um all of the fight scenes were awesome in jessica jones um yeah didn't they trish actually at one point she was fighting mm-hmm. uh salinger i think yes um, she they, they had a, a, a throwdown that's right yeah that was really well well like screened mm-hmm. you know really well done Mm-hmm. You know, not not boring or anything. Fight scene, they were really good, and and the end of it, I was really shocked that um, I should I say or should I not give it away? Well, we don't want to talk about the ending, ending, but like I know, like right, okay. the, the the shock value. I mean, it even mm-hmm. fa- affected Jerry Hogarth. Like she was afraid, you know. Yeah, she was like petrified. So, and she's a person who doesn't look very likely afraid. So that's right. Um, yeah. You know where this was really good. Yeah, where this went was just uh, was really really good. I mean, the only yeah. other fight sequence I think was when they were like at the gym and she kind of like embarrassed him on the mat for as right, a wrestler. Yeah. So yeah, so that was when we said fighting. That's something. Oh, okay, that was that was there. Um, Beyond that, though, yeah, it was really really good. So what do you think of Eric? Like in his whole story. Eric and his whole story. He was just kind of a little love interest. Mm-hmm. Which you know it, it was okay, and everything. I found him just to be another um, character, you know, just in the story. You know, a guy who didn't know what he wanted, or and just wanted to be in in um, uh, Jessica's life and in Trish Trisha's life too. Oh. I think they just put that um, um, put him in there just to have a love interest. I don't know. Oh. It, it was okay. 
Yeah. I, just, I, I saw him as more of a kinship because, uh, I, mean, I mean, that he has gifts like Jessica Jones. And uh, I, I was kind of rooting for them to have a longer relationship because I know, like, where there was with uh, Oscar in season two or Luke Cage in season one, I mean, she's not really good with having, like, a, like a long-lasting relationship. So it's kind of like rooting for, for um, Eric and her to, and both of them to, like, go beyond that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so I thought it was kind of nice. Yeah, same here. Okay. Cool. Um, what else is there? Um. Anything else I should we should mention about? I don't. I don't think so. I thought it was uh, well done, mm-hmm. you know. But it was it was okay. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing on a um, uh, season four would be great. Uh, I thought it wrapped really well. I thought I thought how yeah, it, it began and it's how how it ends. The the last scene is like how it ends. The, the yeah. cow began is how it ends. So, which I, so, which I knew that was something that Melissa Rosenberg, the uh, creator, did, which because they they knew ahead of time that it was season, the series was coming to an end. So they they did the last yeah. scene as part of the way to close it off. So that was done purposely. Yes, yeah, um, for sure. Uh, I I thought it was like out of the three. Um, I mean, besides Kilgrave, I really loved this because this had elements of like so many like thrillers uh, because of this killer. Um, you know, uh, and then just some of the titles like you know, like um, uh, I have no spleen. Like, the name of the titles of like of the show, like I have no spleen, or um, this mm-hmm. like a, uh, this, this a, 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 a something about a burger. But like it's yeah. just it was just such a, a like like what they were doing. I, I just thought it was really really interesting, and I thought the I was more uh, I was more inclined to enjoy the journey of this. Like I really enjoyed the journey. Yeah. From beginning to, like, I just l- love the story of what these guys, what, what Jessica was going through, right. and Trish was going through when they teamed up, uh, trying to get Salinger, uh, when they're at mm-hmm. odds, trying to forgive each other, um, you know, and then of course think how things just keep escalating near the end, you know, and yeah. uh, and how, and then of course uh, Trish's mother, you know, mm, yeah. And where that started off, and then and just basically the unwrap, like basically getting to the truth of Trish, that whole journey of like you know, because she was a childhood star, child child star, mm-hmm. and you think that Trish's mother was like the one who pushed her, and then we start seeing a different side. Like there's a different side, there's a different um, story to ever. There's a different what's the, what's the expression? There's a different uh, story to each side. Is that the right expression? No. What's the what like this? story like you know when you like like there's a different side to uh like you get one perspective but there's also a, a different side to something to um uh, different slants on it i don't know different mm-hmm. a different path uh, a different story to different uh or well okay but well, the audience will know what i'm talking about like i mean like there's two, yeah, there's yeah. two sides to a story right sure so um so because you because i think throughout the whole season we're thinking you know that trisha's mother was was a very dominant and pushy person and then we start to see something else, like, like you know, like maybe Trish uh, wanted the attention. She wanted to be a star, you know, and she yeah. was driven. So, um, not again, like like you, I don't want to give too much away, but just I thought that was, um, you know, like it was just really interesting how uh, they pulled back the the drapes, the, the blinds a little bit to see what was going on in Trish's mind, like what was really going on in her head, um, right? You know. So, from our psychological perspective, I thought this was really interesting because they like if you. Because watching the series again from the beginning, and seeing the little breadcrumbs they, they're leaving for you of how Trisha's behavior is changing, from addiction yeah. to like hero <laughs> worshiping, and then 
um, and then and then trying to and then because of her addiction, losing her inhibitions, and then doing things in season two that was really negative that I really that yeah. are, you know so and then and then coming to where we are here, where we are now, season three, uh, coming into our own uh, mm-hmm. for for better or for worse. Uh, it's a, it's a really interesting sh- like journey that she does, you know. Yeah. So I just thought everything, and even the bodies at the uh, train yard. Yeah. You know that was just wow. You know it was like uh, I don't want to say what kind of movies it remind me of, but like there's like so many good stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, would you recommend this to anybody? I would. I really liked it. But like, like, but, but like, like, if you had to tell somebody, like, who, like, how would you pitch this to say, you know, what you should watch this movie because this is, this is why it's so good. Yeah, um, I I like this movie because it's like a drama. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, fighting. Um, you know, it, it's just not, you know, just another film. I had tears. I liked the drama in it. You know talked about family which mm-hmm. is cool yeah you know yeah i thought it was really well done i would watch it again sounds good so we're going to dive into our email bag buford mailbag song hit it letters i get letters so many letters rupinder says he hated it mm-hmm. and uh is calling for us from walla walla washington Okay, next up we have Shane from Perth, Australia, and he writes, Fool Killer is a perfect villain. He is calm, cool, and highly intelligent. Seemingly five steps in three calendar months ahead of Jessica Jones at every turn. A Fincher 7 without Kevin Spacey. Ritter's directorial debut episode is easily a favorite on par with Elizabeth Hensridge directing the final mission of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And what can I say about Trish Patsy Walker? Hero Worship can be the pits uh she can at least knit those qvc sweaters at her stay on the raft keep up the good work guys yeah cool. yeah he Thanks, covered right? yeah he covered quite a lot of stuff there yes um so yeah we should explain a little bit of that so uh you may not know this that kristen ritter like uh which is not like acting she likes to knit that's her hobby oh i didn't know that so you know when uh, trish was doing that QV- qvc and she was like promoting this red sweater Mm-hmm. That was one of the things that Kristen Ritter was actually knitted. That's her. That's her red sweater. Oh wow! Cool. Yeah. So, cool. Uh, and that's one of the episodes that she directed too. Uh, oh okay. Yeah. Apparently, that episode too had the most cameras uh, used for a, for a, uh, an episode for for Marvel's Netflix. Like, oh wow! Cool. So yeah. So that was something that's a highlight to uh, to be to be proud of, I guess. Um, but yeah, in terms of like the killer of, um, you know what. Uh, well, before we don't, before let's before we go any further, let's get into a, a double features. Okay. Okay. So, uh, what is your double feature for uh, Jessica Jones? For um, uh, Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I just saw Mortal Kombat the movie. Oh yeah. And uh, and yeah that that movie with the two sisters fighting, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and all of that, you know, all the martial arts stuff. Right. It um it was also kind of in the in the mortal cap um mortal combat movie which was really really good mm. you know like fight you know two sisters fighting or whatever right right i really really thought that was really good and well done nice nice uh for my double feature i picked something different i, I went uh the coen brothers uh oh brother we're out thou okay yeah because it's because that was loosely based on the odyssey which again okay. it's just because it's the journey 
I just love right. like where the they just travel and go across things to to, uh, to eventually fight uh, uh, you know Salinger. So I just thought that's okay. where I, I picked my stuff from. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. But it's but it has a very much like the like I was alluding alluding to a little earlier with the the train yard. It has a, mm-hmm. a really strong feeling of Fincher Seven. Like it really does have that thriller because you're dealing with a killer, you know, who um, yeah. is relentless and just mysterious, and you can't get caught. Like the Kevin Spacey character, you know. Right. So good good job, Shane, for that uh that 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 connection. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so now we get to a section that we like to refer to as Ask Evie. Where our fans get to ask Evie a question. So uh, we asked Evie two questions. And the first question is, where or how much do you agree upon or disagree upon uh, on on Kill Bill's assessment on Superman? Hmm. Wow. What was that again, Ray? Uh, well, I, I, we just spoke about this before. Like, oh, su- yeah, yeah, yeah. Superman, like, like his... Alter egos is Clark Kent, and right, okay, and then his and his, the way he sees human beings is his interpretation of Clark Kent, and what's Uh-oh. Clark Kent? Clark Kent is someone who's weak, someone oh, okay. who is oh, a, I see. you know, okay. Well, I don't think he's. I I would say Superman is stronger, not really weak at all, not really working. You know, he's he he can fly. At least do that. And, no, um, uh, no. The question, like, what I think, what I'm trying to say is that uh, what they're saying okay. is that when Superman, v- how he views human beings, Earthlings, he that's why his disguise is Clark Kent, and that Clark Kent represents everything he's how he sees human beings to be, which are uh, uh-huh. weaklings, uh, like bumbling, like can't survive on their own, you know, okay. inferior, you know. Okay, I disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I disagree with that. You know, he's not weak or whatever. You know, he's a smart guy. He's got nice eye vision or whatever. He can mm-hmm. fly and and if he wants to, he could punch somebody out. You know, if yeah. he ever wanted to. So no, I definitely don't think he's a weakling or or weak or not strong or whatever. Okay, fair enough. That's what I feel. Okay. Okay. And our second question is with Ask Evie is what character do you think is historically the most misunderstood um historic um villain or it doesn't say any character basically a character who do you sorry so what character do you think is historically the most misunderstood i guess it doesn't matter who it is okay it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. um i would say green lantern <laughs> oh from the movie right yeah mm-hmm. yeah he kind of doesn't do much and he's just there you know he can maybe fight once in a while but no i feel sorry <laughs> yeah and i think that's why ryan reynolds really trashes it because i mean he made this elaborate train set like racing car set in one sequence it made no sense yeah it was yeah it's pretty so, sad <laughs> yeah it is you know and he has a little hump at the back too so does he really yeah he's got kind of like his back kind of bends oh my gosh um, yeah and he's he's slumped over and stuff no, I don't. I feel sorry for him. Wow. Out of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that wraps up our show. Uh, you can reach us at www.thepantheonofm.com. Uh, you, there you can find our listings of shows 
that we have planning for the next couple of days, couple of weeks, as well as my weekly blog that has more insight of what we're talking about. In this case, Jessica Jones season three, and also our Twitter and our email accounts and our Instagram, where you can see pictures of me and Evie uh, at different um, Comic Cons and uh, you know Wizard Worlds and you know, Fan Expo stuff we've traveled through over the years. So, mm-hmm. okay. So with that, I am Ray, and I'm Evie. We'll talk to you next week next week. Take care.